the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Since Sunday is Christmas, we're ministering messages all week about our appreciation for the birth of the Christ child, the one who put the Christ in Christmas. This week, I want to help to get you and keep you in the mindset of giving God thanks for more than just some gifts that you'll receive from others and others will receive from you. I mean, what gift could ever be given by anyone anywhere that is a better gift than the gift that God gave us on that glorious day when God so loved the world that he gave us the gift of the Christ child, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So come on, let's hear a message about the wonderful blessing we've already received on that day that Christ was born. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God got the foretelling about the gift that he was going to give you. God gave us hints about the gift that he was going to send us. All throughout the OT, he told you and me exactly what we was going to receive as a gift, the gift he was going to send to you and me. He told it right off the bat. See, I, so you got to understand, God's being true to himself when he tells. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Here's another place where he, 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 he kind of like told us what, what we was going to get in the gift. Isaiah chapter 9. We see what the Father told us about what the gift would be and what it would be to me and you. What the gift would be and what it would be to you and me. I like the first thing he told us about it. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with justice, judgment and justice from henceforth even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now notice, his name shall be called Wonderful. First thing listed is full of wonder. That's what the word wonderful means, full of wonder. Wonder basically means that you, he blow your mind. I just phrase it that way at this time. He blows your mind. We got a God that blows our mind all the time. It's a gift that was given to us. That gift is still blowing my mind. I've been saved for that many years. Praise God. <laughs> and I'm still amazed at this gift that he gave me. 
I'm still amazed. It still brings me to tears when I think about how he saved me after all those years. And how he delivered me and set me free and didn't require a single thing of me other than to accept him. And then he didn't stop there. Then he went into my life and started changing my life and even changed the relationship between me and my wife and, 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 and blessed us. Took, took us from financial destitution to the fact that we ain't broke no more. Took us through problems and trials and tribulations, not that he caused, that we caused. I caused. She probably didn't even cause them. I caused them. Till we got problems no more. Took me from working for the devil, making sure he, he and his kingdom get paid, to now serving in the house of God and making sure everybody can see the path that he's laid. I'm a blessed man. He's wonderful. He's healed me from things that doctors say they couldn't do nothing about too. But I'm healed. Holding sound. Because he's wonderful. Like is anybody here know him that's wonderful? Get nervous when you get matter of fact about how good he is in your life. Because Satan is already accomplishing distracting you in life. Because how can you be distracted when you got somebody living in you as good as this? Somebody who's with you every day of your life. Who's constantly providing you more and more and more life. Who's teaching you what's right. And empowering you to do what's right. And walking right beside you to make sure that you can be able to step into this thing right. We are blessed people, y'all. So what if somebody don't give us a gift or it ain't the one we wanted and stuff. We ain't, we ain't brats no more. We children of the most high God. We thankful for whatever they do. Thank you. I give you a hula tie. Hula girl tie. Thank you. Ain't got to wear it. But praise God. Thank you for the hula girl tie. If one of y'all gave me Copper tone sunlamp, suntan lotion. I'd be like, praise God. Thank you. Because I'm saved. Of the problem of being upset by getting stuff I don't like. So that's part of salvation. Saved from being upset by not getting what you want. I said save of being upset by not getting what you want. That's why we don't even see evil. Because we don't get freaked out when we don't get what we want. Because love don't seek our own. And it's in him we live and move. Amen. Remember that later if you don't get what you want. I ain't even talking about the gifts. I'm just talking about period. Because we've been set free from that. We've been saved from all of that. We don't act like the world do. We don't operate in wrath. And, and, and anger and malice and backbiting and we don't, we don't do all that we don't get all up in folk face unless we're going to kiss them amen 
Look at your neighbor and say, this is a heck of a message for, for Christmas and stuff. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 7 then. Let's move it along. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Here's another hint that God gave us about the gift that he was going to give us. Because the Father was always hinting to us way back in the Old Testament about the gifts that, the, that we was going to receive and he was going to be given, that was going to be given by him to us. Verse 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Psst, let me give you a sign. Behold, check it out, don't miss this. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which of course means God with us. He's telling us already that this gift that is going to be given to us is going to be God himself being with us. What God himself is going to be coming down as a gift given to me and you so that we can then be able to be saved from and delivered like God wants us to. So we can be reconciled back to him and got back in right standing with him. So that we can then be able to live that wonderful life that he always intended us to do. Rather than living less of a life than God intended for me and you. He didn't only prophesy and tell them about it in the Old Testament. He came to the New Testament. He started telling people about it then too. Including the people that was going to be involved in it. Turn to, turn to Luke chapter 1 please. He told Mary about it. Mm-hmm. She was sitting over on the side minding her own business. Eating a cafelter fish sandwich. And he sent an angel over there over to her. Hallelujah. To talk to her and tell about the gift that she was that she was going to participate in. And that's something. It was going to be a gift for her too, but he telling her about it. She get a chance to participate in it. Luke chapter 1, let's begin reading it at verse 26. It reads, it says and in the 6th month, the angel Gabriel, that's the that's the messenger angel, that's the one that comes and gives messages. He said Gabriel was sent. By the way, he the top of the, of the messenger angels. This is the archangel. He sent the big dog to, be, to go tell this message right here. Send none of the assistants. He sent the big dog because this is a big message he's about to give him. He said, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city in Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came into her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. What, 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 what you talking about? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. And shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered her and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy, servant, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also received a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her that was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. 
And Mary said, Behold. See, she had a behold for him too. He said, Behold. She said, Here, I'm going to see you and raise you a behold. She said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. But he left a little, he, he, they, they left a little something up in there. Praise God. And that was the Son of God. That's when he got implanted right then. Good God Almighty. I know that's true because if you continue to read on, when, 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 when she went over to her cousin's house to go tell her about it, guess what? Andrew Golden came and told me that I'm going to have a child. But, but when she first stepped into the room, the baby that was on the inside of her, John the Baptist, did a flip. Did a, he jumped and shouted and began to praise God right off the bat on the inside. Just got planted in him. And the baby shouting already. Praise God. So that proves that it was in him when, when, when he got there. Now, once again, Mary was told about the gift that God, the Father, would give mankind. That his name would be Jesus. And that, and that he was going to save the entire world. Now, somebody else got to be involved in this. And that's Joseph, the natural father. Turn to Matthew chapter 1. You see Matthew, we see Gabriel wasn't through. He had another person he had to go take a message to. I love that. Because if God's going to have one person in the household do something for him that's powerful, then he's going to definitely confirm it to the other one. So that they can then be able to be in agreement with it too. Remember that when you're called to powerful things, praise God, and, you got, and you're married. Remember, he's going to confirm it through the other person, too. A- amen. Y'all don't like that one either. Praise God. Covenant partners got canceled, too. So you don't just be jumping up, running, and doing stuff without talking to your spouse about it and confirming it. Because if God is God enough to be able to tell you about it, he's God enough to tell them about it, too. That's why he told you to marry another person who's born again. Anyway. But God's so powerful, he can talk to a heathen. Look at your neighbor and say, yes, he did. He got me here. A- Amen. Matthew chapter 1. We see what Jesus was told about the gift that the Father would give. Because he always telling on himself. Verse 18. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, meaning it wasn't marriage yet, before they came together, which means they hadn't had sex yet. Why? Because they wasn't married yet. They hadn't had sex yet because they wasn't married yet. You know, the two supposed to go together. Amen. Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse of Joseph, because before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Everybody said, ooh. Everybody said, I'm glad it was the Holy Ghost. But see, Joseph wasn't sure about that yet. That's why verse 19 says, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privily, as in privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not for to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. She ain't lying. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people 
from their sins. I like that. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled in which was spoken by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Behold, that's Isaiah chapter 7. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, which means he did not touch her until Jesus came out. Praise God. Hallelujah. There wouldn't be no question that he didn't, that wasn't him. He called his name Jesus. Now notice it says he called his name Jesus. Why? Because in the Jewish traditions, the father names the child. The father names the child. That's why God told Joseph what to name him. Because his, his true father, God the father, who's his heavenly father, told his earthly father what to name him. Now God was, the father was the real father. That's why he chose the name Jesus. He just told Joseph to do it because that's who everybody was going to be looking at. Amen. Amen. Now, yes, he had told Mary about it, but Mary couldn't override Joseph because the tradition was that the father was to do it. It was a patriarchal society. It was a patriarchal society because back then the the fathers were still there. Amen. Amen. So the father named the child. Amen. Leave it alone, Randy. So anyway, so the father did name him. God the father named him Jesus. His name shall be called Jesus. Jesus, Yeshua, Jehovah, Yahweh is salvation. That's what it means. Jehovah is salvation or Yahweh is salvation. Once again, why? Because he's going to deliver us from our sins. Now, let's look at the arrival. That's in Luke chapter 2. Let's see when FedEx showed up. Luke chapter 2, starting with verse 1, it reads, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. I like that. This shows the providential care of God. Whereas God was going to make sure that things were going to operate according to the prophecies that he set forth. Because remember, they out hanging out in a place called uh, Galilee someplace, praise God, which is not the city that it was prophesied that the child was going to be born in. And so, so now we got to get them there. But the problem is she's pregnant. I, any ladies in the house ever been pregnant? Amen. Especially when you're at the time when the baby about to, about to come. Ain't nobody going to tell you where to go. And you sure ain't going to go 70 miles walking or riding on the back of no mule to be able to go someplace. So that baby was going to be born in, in, in Galilee. But, he, but what God did, the Bible says he holds the hearts of all the kings in his hand. He turned Herod's heart in such a way as he called a tax that required everybody to now go back to their city of origin. So that they were forced to be able to go back to their city of origin. Remember he said, I make you lay down in green pastures. He forced them to be able to go back to their city of origin so that the prophecy could be true of the fact that where the baby was born was exactly where he told him it would be born. That's in the city of David. That's just, you know, a chicken nugget for somebody that likes stuff like that. Verse 4 says, And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea unto the city of David, 
which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. You might as well say two. So to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Notice that. There was no room for them in the inn. Now, once again, you got a lot of people that try to put that no room in the inn as though they didn't have no money. No, that ain't the reason why they, they, there was no room in the inn. Because remember, they, this is a little bitty little town. It's a little bitty little hayshake town. It's like one of them, one, one of them towns with like one street light, you know, one stop sign, you know, one school, one post office, that kind of, that kind of town. But now that's one everybody move away from so they can go to the big city and go live in the big city. But now that the tax going on, everybody got to leave the big city and go back to their little hayshake town. And then remember, she walking kind of like wide-legged. Praise God, because she, she about to have this child. And, 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 or she riding on this mule, and that mule ain't going to be running and moving. It ain't going to do it because it's a mule. But even if you did get it to run, she said, if you don't stop this thing from running, because she bouncing and stuff like that, and that's uncomfortable for a person that's whipped child. So anyway, long story short, when they got there, all the rooms are taken, except for one. And that's in, in the midst of a, a stable, where they can then be able to go into the midst of this stable and have this child. I like that. Now we pick up, we see where the shepherds were the first one that was told to be able to go see about this thing. Verse 8. And there were in the, in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto, upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And there shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothing, lying in a manger. And suddenly, well, let's just do that, and lying in a manger. Praise God. So the shepherds were the first to be told, of the arrival of the Christ child, where the gift was. Told you exactly where to go, exactly where the gift was going, where the, where the child was going to be, even what he was going to be wrapped in, and how he was going to uh, be lying in a manger too. See, God's a God of detail. He'll tell you everything in so you can't be confused as to whether or not that's, whether it's not or not. But please note that the angels merely told the shepherds of the birth of the Christ child and where he would be found. But they had to then respond on their own. They had to decide what they're going to do. Because they didn't like transport them into the city. They just told them about it. Just like you and me. We was only told about the Christ child. But we had a decision that we needed to make. As we was going to be able to respond in the way that we were supposed to respond. It was up to them to decide for themselves what their corresponding action would be. To hear, but not draw near. Or to know and to go. See, because many people hear, but they never draw near. But others of us, we know, and then we go. Once we find out about who he is, where he is, we go to where he is. So that then we can then be able to get the chance to be able to see this, this gift that God gave us. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. A word that reminds us of the real meaning of Christmas Day. It's the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the baby who went later in life be God's gift of salvation to us that could never otherwise be obtained by us. 
All praise be to God for the gift of Jesus Christ that he gave on Christmas morning, a gift who keeps on giving. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, this Sunday is Christmas Day. So we invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning as we give God thanks that he's rightfully due for the eternal gift that he gave to me and you. Every year, the members of Word of Faith San Antonio come together on Christmas morning and have an exciting, faith-filled, spirit-filled praise and worship service where we give God thanks on Christmas Day. So, we invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning at 9.30 a.m. where saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to praise and worship God and to give the Father thanks for the gift that He gave us in the birth of His Son, Jesus Christ who saved us, loves us, and keeps on keeping us. What better thing to do on a day to set aside to celebrate the Christ child than to actually celebrate Jesus Christ, the one who came to earth to save me and you? So come on through. We'll be glad to see you and your family there giving God praise on Christmas morning too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.